Hey, what's going on? It is episode 261 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. Do you remember when you were a kid? Uh, you probably didn't have this problem. So what I'm speaking about is motivating your friends to go out, do stuff, hang out, whatnot. You know them against the pop-in. Yeah, you but don't like pop-in at all. The pop-in only, that's when somebody just shows up at your house. Like in the olden days... Uh, you know, your family would be sitting in the house eating dinner and then all of a sudden an aunt or an uncle or some yeah. you know friend of the family would stop by with their kids. Your mom would bust out the coffee cake that she had, you know, and some, some Sanka. I think it's nice. I think it pushes, uh, I think it pushes your obligations of being a host. So with that being said, I sort of, uh, I noticed how annoyed my dad was all the time with it and it just became who I am. And in this day and age, it doesn't happen anymore. No. People, you know, there was no Facebook, there was no social media, and people had no other way to keep in contact with these long lost family members, friends, and whatnot, unless they saw them in person. So every now and again, yeah. you would either have to get the Christmas card or the holiday card with the, you know, yearly update, kids' pictures, and whatnot, or they would stop in. We used to have pop ins, now we have play dates. But now. Uh, you know, people are connected through Facebook and all these other social media sources, older people using Facebook still, and the younger people using all kinds of different platforms, but until they're old but, and then TikToks for old people. <laughs> well, so recently, uh, or this last week, we, myself and my family watched this documentary on Netflix and it's called, I think it was called the, the social dilemma. Oh, you know what it's called because everyone and their mama is talking about well, it. Well, I don't. Baby. It I don't. Is scorching again, the earth. You, you watch Twitter. Nobody's talking about it on Facebook. So if you, they're talking about it, they must they be are. on Twitter. No, I've, not on my. They're Twitter not talking feed. about it all over the place. No, not well. Oh, every, like I've seen it so many times. Have you seen it? It was like Tiger King. Okay. Well, have, did you see it? I did. Okay. So I just, I just, one of the things they cover is the fact that kids nowadays, which I know this to be true because I have a 15 year old who's going to be 16 are not in a big hurry to get their driver's licenses, not in a big hurry to date or even relate with people of the same sex or opposite sex or have any go to parties or, you know, every, everybody's everybody's like very nerf and I don't want to do that because I might get hurt or it seems dangerous and there's just no, no adventurous nature to people. Mm. Would you agree? Yeah, well, it, it yes. And the range of it, there's, there's, Kids like my kid, who is like ultra aware of people's feelings and never wanting to be offensive. And you, he told us today at dinner, uh, my daughter didn't like the chicken that my wife made. And he said, that's insulting and you're hurting mom's feelings. <laughs> that's where he's at. But then you have like the other crazy range of it. You know what I mean? There's well, like, like everything else, there's no middle. Like there's not a lot of, there's kids that are real safe. And then there's kids that are out there like trying to find ways to like spray end dust into all orifices to get high. But I think that's even within the last, you know, the Tide Pod eating and stuff. That's something that was generated over social media where kids are bored. And they're like, hey, let's do this, this challenge. They're videotaping themselves, do these stupid stunts just to get likes and get their, um, just to feel you know, something, the, the, man. The chemicals in their brain going. Just to feel something, man. So this past weekend, uh, my son, who does e-schooling, who's 15, was uh, trying to... I always try to, especially on the weekends, like, hey, dude, like, break a dawn. You need to be getting with your friends and getting out and just doing whatever. Find something to do. And like I told you, that is incongruent with my wife's belief, which is 
unless you have a plan, it's a burden to put on other people's parents for you just to show up and be like, Hey, what are we doing? So she always wants a plan worked out. And, and I just know this about her upbringing from, you know, what I saw and uh, what I know that there, she had a brother and sister that were only a, a, just a bit of a year and sometime younger than her. So they, they had all three of them. And then they had like a couple neighbors that were right there. My parents sort of let me have free reign. So I was very used to doing the pop-in at all my friends' house. But my point was when you're a kid, pop-in is a whole nother thing. As long as you don't annoy the parents or the live-in grandparents that people used to have, the pop-in where you show up on the porch and you go, hey, can XYZ, Billy, Bobby, whoever, come out and play? And then that mom lets the kid play and you bother nobody? Mm. That's a perfect situation. Yeah, I... I uh... So yeah, I threw a monkey wrench in you my... You foist I, your children upon people. I do, yeah. I got several neighbors now where I send them <laughs> down there. And they'll be like, hey, I'll call you if, if the kids want to play date. And I'm like, don't bother. <laughs> yeah, they'll be over. Don't bother. They'll be Four there. Four or five times. They'll be there. Uh, the minute the garage goes open, your kids walk and stand there. Like my daughter's a got a Halloween path. costume. You really not going to let her in? <laughs> All right. So... Let's test, the, let's test the boundaries of your goodwill. So my son gets up and he's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to hang out with my buddies and we're going to, you know, we're going to walk over here and do this or do that. And within, you know... Two hours. His friends don't get up till noon, for one thing. Uh, and like I said, he's sitting at home all the time doing e-schooling. So like I, I definitely try to promote him going out. And they have a plan that they're going to walk here, walk there. They're going to walk over and get some coffee in the next town over. There's a walking path that safe travels. You don't have to walk on any of the major highways. It's a walking path. And, you know, 20 minutes later, he's like, yeah, my buddy decided it was, it was just too long of a walk. And he just doesn't know. And he's just not. And I was like, look. Get on the phone, not text. Get on the phone. Tell this dude get his ass over. And he's like, oh, you know, I, you know, I don't want to. I mean, he already said he didn't want to go. So what's the point? And I'm like, that's not the way it's supposed to work. That's not the way. At least now, I'm not talking about for girls, but Hmm. I'm talking about for guys. What I said was, is you are your job is to now peer pressure him into nay humiliate him into doing what needs to be done. He's sitting at home. They're sitting at home, this group of friends. Everybody's got an excuse. Nobody's really doing anything worthwhile. Um, But me and my friends used to get together and do nothing together, which was better than doing nothing by yourself. And it's better than doing nothing by yourself over a phone or a computer and they're doing nothing in their house. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I said... When my friends used to do uh, that kind of stuff where, you know, they'd be like, oh, it's a lazy Saturday. I would either go bang on their door or I would just call them ad nauseum until their mom and dad kick them out of the house. Um, but it, it, there's just no giving up because I'm not sitting home and doing nothing. I would grab two or three other dudes and then we would come and we would make fun of the guy in front of his parents or, you know, when it, you know however we had to do it. Prank calls, whatever. So... Um, I reached out to some of our, I put it out on our social media. I said, what are the names you used to call your buddies or your buddies used to call you or words you used to, to use to humiliate, inspire, um, uh, encourage your friends to do things? Because I told my buddy, I was like, you should call him this. You should say this to him. And he's like, oh, my God, it will never talk to me again. I was like, are you kidding me? Mm. That's how guys are supposed to talk. You're talking about like aggressive motivation. Yeah. And my wife was like, you know, that's not what you do. I mean, they already said they didn't want to do anything. So like you just, you just find something else. And I'm like, no, 
you get on the phone, you don't text, you get on the phone and you just, you just keep badgering these people until they break down and, and do what you want them to do. Yeah. I think a lot of times, uh, it's important to have a friend like that. Cause it is at least for guys, it's sort of a way that we show like it's, if you're doing like what your son's doing, you're going to know he said he doesn't want to hang out and that's fine. Yes. Everyone was treated kindly, but they weren't treated specially. Yeah. If that makes sense. You weren't sense. given respect, but you were given respect. Well, no, like you, on the face of it, we'll say the most heinous things about your grandma and your mother, your father, your mom's other boyfriend, me, who's your mom's boyfriend, um, your mom's underwear, your mom's haircut, your grandma's breath, your dog. Um, but it's all meant in a positive fashion. It's not about what you're saying. It's about the effort you're putting in. Yeah. You're right. going like, hey, if I didn't want to hang out with you, I would have just... Gave you a quick call and then left. But I'm saying like, come on, fill in the blank, whatever name you call him. Let's go hang out. Quit being a fill in the blank. I, my best friend, Paul, growing up one time, uh, I, I, it was like Kevin and Paul from the wonder years. You know, I, I was the aggressive one. He was sort of laid back. And one time he cracked me in the head with a hockey stick. He lost, I pushed him to the point where he whacked me with a hockey stick. <laughs> and while I was holding my head, he left the tennis courts uh, where we were skating and playing hockey, just me and him. And he went home and, uh, I didn't apologize and he didn't apologize. I was just like, Hey, I guess I had that coming. And we went on with our, our business. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I felt like after being hit in the head with a hockey stick, that was the tip of the iceberg. So I didn't want to push the issue that day. Yeah. Um, but that's how you draw boundaries, right? You, you push and push until somebody goes, that's too far. Mm-hmm. And then you understand the boundaries. So you hopefully understand them. I went to our social media and I, I asked our friends, our followers, and our family members. I said, hey, w- what are some of the names or words or things that, you know, your friends, your dad, other male people in your life, what are phrases or words or things they said to you to encourage you? And I want to share this with especially the, the ladies because I want them to understand that this is just normal course of doing it was normal course of business Was. and we need to get back to this so here's a here's a list but and do we need to get back to it with adults too oh it's just everybody but it starts when you're a kid well because but here's the thing that sucks is you used to be like you lose hey, the sensitivity well you used to be like hey did your mom say you could come out right. you, is your girlfriend gonna let you play with us today right but now like it, the stakes are so high now that people will be like hey man family first Family first, and you're like, no, I'd love to go with you guys. It sounds great. Uh, I really want to go watch. They make this. a compelling argument. I want to go watch this fight tonight and do beer bongs and run through the streets naked, but uh, life's not that into it. And they're like, hey, bro, I totally get it. But it sort of hurts my feelings worse. I want them to be equipped being a bitch. Well, think about this. If you start as a child, if with this next generation, we have to, we have some repairing to do. And this is what that documentary ultimately was talking about. Like, you know, put down your phones, and we can stop this. We can stop this inevitable you know, world ending, uh, situation like the Wally where everything is done for you and every, nobody has any real feelings or emotions. Dude, don't I just quote it's time now. every it's five time minutes. Now. So here are some, these are all from, from listeners. Okay. Now I have not added some of these, some of these ones I've used and people use mm. some of this is going to be for, not for the faint of heart. These are just okay? profane names. Uh, I just said, share with me some of the names your friends have called you or the way you've referred to your friends. You know, whether you're angry or happy or, you know, needed to motivate them or irritated with them, whatever. Mm. This is the answers I got. You ready? Mm-hmm. Do you have any first and foremost? Or do you just want to add after the fact? If you uh, my any? friend is just what used to just be like, oh, look at him. He doesn't want to go to prison. What a bitch. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Ready? And this is, take it for what it's worth. But like I said, if you have kids, plug their ears. All right. Here we go. Baby dick. 
Wussy dipshit, cum dumpster, fuck face, mexicunt, douche nozzle, thunder cunt, fuck stick, ass hat, fuck nugget, turd, turd burglar, fuck stain, ass hat again, jerk off, dickhead, douchebag, gaylord, retard, big Polish Pete, Polak, bird chest, and mm. oifro. You said the R word. I mean, I, there's a lot more that I said. Uh, yeah, what was there, the last one about a bird? Uh, bird chest. So that okay. would be that somebody that maybe has the inverted, like the pinned shoulders with the small chest and the yeah. giant belly. Well, we did have a guy that we called Jizzbop and another guy that we called Fruity. So but not when we're mad with Adam. That's just, just his normal course of business. Became, that's what you are now. But I, like I was telling my son, I go, my dad may have called me three quarters of the thing on this list. My oh, grandma and then, may have and, called and me. And there was a guy that we called Slow Rob because <laughs> his name was Rob and he's super slow. It seems like you guys went for the obvious. You didn't do the curly for the bald guy. You you just nope. Yeah, you just hit him so, where yeah. it hurts. No, yeah, yeah. There was slow Rob. It's like why do you call him that? It's like just talk to him. <laughs> just hang out with him for a minute. But the point of this list is to I I you know I will I have not yet, but I will share it with my son and just say oh hey, look, oh, oh there was a guy named Bird Dick. Well, there you go. Yeah. I, do we no? No, it looked like a bird, I guess. Oh, okay, but 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 then you assumed <laughs> everybody assumed after that, that it was that, like you better be tough. <laughs> yeah, it was like a boy named Sue, but filthier. So the point being is, is that uh, the documentary really made me think about not necessarily global warming and what we need to do to change, you know, the course of 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 how we um, how we deal with uh, computers and uh, politics and this. I mean, I'm talking about the macro level of how we return and this is going to irritate some people but manliness to boys and it's not by call it's not only by calling people by these dude other than cheryl scott that's all i talk about you know what i mean that's it you're 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 preaching to the people wearing long robes and going woo 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 that's me dude that's all i do what is tell people how to be a man again no it's just try lament how i'm not enough of a man and try to get my son to not make the mistakes I did. It's, you know, it's like I wake up in the morning and my pupils get constricted, and that's what I start thinking about. Yeah, but and this this is my opinion. Uh, working out, lifting more weight, doing jujitsu, doing Brazilian jujitsu, doing jujitsu, doing taekwondo, mm-hmm. uh, muay thai, uh, CrossFit, whatever. That that's not in that's not what I consider makes a man. Man, men do that. Mm-hmm. That is something manly that you could do. Mm. But it's the overall. Like that, that whole, I don't cry. I don't have, you, you have to erase emotion and feeling. It sounds like, you just, it sounds like you just want t- tougher collective skin. Yeah. Oh, for which sure. Is, which is, but here, yeah. here's the thing. Okay. And I, I omitted some of the stuff on here cause it was just, uh, like straightforward racist. Oh, um, okay. but, um, and even, yeah. You know, disrespectful to people of different. Some of these have to be phased. They have to be phased out. Yeah, and and here's the thing: the ones you heard me say, you can imagine how bad the other ones were. <laughs> yeah. But we would constantly say the worst, most hurtful things to each other, not about people that weren't there. But mm-hmm. if you had uh, a Jewish friend, you would make Jewish jokes. If you had a Polish friend, we've talked about the Italian. I once friend. saw a guy get into a fist fight with his own father when he was drunk. <laughs> I, I saw the same thing when he was drunk, and he the kid or the father. Uh, the kid was drunk. I don't know about the dad. I maybe probably it would make sense. And he was pummeling his dad and yelling, "You have penis envy!" As he was pummeling him, that was a real thing. He was yelling it. He was like, "This is why you want to fight me, dad, because you have penis envy." And I, I just went. I was like, years later, this is going to mean something more to me. I saw something similar where my friend 
and his dad got into it and I got, I was trying to put my shoes on and I could not get out fast enough. <laughs> and my friend did this move. It was pretty crazy. They had a deck with a, um, like a banister that was maybe like, uh, I don't know, like just above waist high for them. They're a bit taller. And my friend jumped, had his dad in a headlock and jumped over the banister and was holding his dad. So his dad's back was against the banister and he was behind his dad choking him, but dangling from the other side of the thing. And I'm just, I was trying to get his, I was, you know, I was hoping his dad would just tap out, but he was, that's not where it was going to end. It wasn't, there was no tap out. It's at that point when you tag the undertaker and he comes (laughs) in and gives somebody a tombstone. Right. Yeah. Frankensteiner. A dink, dink the clown runs in and gets behind your knees. So we, I've been in that situation as well, and it forever scarred me. Uh, I'm one of those guys that just said, hey, A, I, I had far too much respect for my dad and far too much fear to ever even try something. Uh, and so that's what I want to instill in my, my kid. Whether or not he can kick my ass, I always want him to have that fear that he can't. But you know, you, that's Well, yeah. That's what it always comes down to, right? Yeah, it's funny because... The kid who doesn't fear fighting his dad, and not only fear, but the kid can whip his dad's ass... You change the dynamic in the household. Oh, it's that it's, guy better. He, you're done. My friend, move out. My friend's dad was divorced, so there was no mom in the home. Thank God, because I just don't know what the mom would think of that guy anymore. He's done. Yeah, he's toast. It. Yeah, it's funny because we we're like doing these these classes at the gym, and I was telling my son, I was like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm the worst in the class." I was like, so "Don't feel bad." I was like, "I was like, the people seem to be taking it easy and still catching me a lot, right?" I'm pretty sure I'm the worst one. And he's like, you think you're the worst one? He was like, kind of blown away by that. And I was like, yeah, but I mean, you know, we'll work at it. Don't worry. It's all good. Don't get too excited. And he's like, oh, I don't know if I'm the worst one. He's like, so if we both get better, then I'll... And I could see the gears work in his head. And I just looked at him and I go, you're never going to be capable of the same violence. Don't even think of it. Just don't even... I was talking to a buddy of mine at work today and I said, I was... I had my own list. Um, and I said, hey, which of these things do you think your dad called you or said? Like... I liken my dad a lot to like Red Foreman from that 70s show. That's mm-hmm. the attitude he had. It was like, that's the dad. There was a clear delineation, right? That's the dad. You're the kid. There was just nothing in between of like, hey, you know, the Hogan family style dad. That's just not what okay. we had going on. Right. Um, he worked all the time and didn't, uh, you know, didn't want to come home. And, and we just didn't have that relationship. We had a father-son relationship. Um, and I think that's important. However, I was envious of the kids who had that sort of relationship with their father, envious of their relationship. But now as an adult, I'm like, you know what? I think I, I was, I'm far more prepared for the, uh, the hell that is life uh, because of the situation I had. There were no yeah. kid gloves. And I've told you, me and my wife, we sit, my kid is like in the corner covered up and she's working the body and I'm working the head, you know, and he's just, he's just, he's just taking blows mm-hmm. like left and right. Verbal. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, and my, my daughter's like biting at his ankle at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the hope is, is I always tell him, I go, it's, I'm not trying to, do, I'm not doing this to teach you a lesson. I'm doing it because it's just what I do, but hopefully you'll learn a lesson. There'll be something valuable that you take away from it. Do you it. think it's better if you tell him it's something I'm doing for you rather than it just, makes, hey, I'm just I guess every nice. now and then I have, yeah, every now and then I think about <laughs> not damaging him for the future and uh-huh. saying there's a, a method to my madness, but it's just madness. Yeah, you know, obviously. Well, there's what feels good. I can't even blame it on drinking because I don't drink. So well, that's that's a whole nother level. There's what feels good and there's what prepares you, right? I mean, like... Well, there's nothing that feels good. What do you mean? 
Well, like, you know, he'll, he'll text me and say, Hey, I got to be on my test. And I'm like, well, how did you, why did you get an A? Mm-hmm. I'm Korean in that aspect. No, what I mean is there's, there's the way of rearing kids that this prepares you for the world. And there's the way of this feels good and this makes the ride more enjoyable. That's what I mean. I mean, all I can tell you is, is I see a lot of pictures of other people and their families going hiking and camping and doing all these fun things on the weekend. And I just, I have a bunch of long list of chores, myself and my wife and my son to be doing on the uh-huh. weekend while we relax. So you understand that what I'm saying is like, you're doing the more prepare. Yeah, but I, I guess I didn't, I'm not actively doing that because of that reason. I guess sort of uh, I am. Okay. But I'm just like, shit needs to get done. And I, you know, I don't well, know what to tell you. Whether, what, no matter what your intentions are, you know, the results may still <laughs> make more uh, I don't know. Could also preparation. be like, I did see the, at least the beginning of Full Metal Jacket. I know what Private Pile looks like. You I see that same. Half. Yeah. I see that same You're going to wake up to a sock party. <laughs> you, him and your daughter are both going to tie you down and start beating you with socks. <laughs> not her. I'm her number one fan. Dude, you got to be, um, you got to be careful about going too hard, trying to be too manly. I, uh, I was joking around that a jock going too hard. I, th- I think that like, I'm just not cut out for a lot of the stuff that I want to do. Like I try to like force because of my, uh, idea of what I think self-improvement is. I smash my head into the wall. That is self-improvement trying to do these things. Mm. And I just end up being tired and sore and hurt and stuff all the time. Um, so like I woke up the other day, do my my like my legs were jacked up, my shoulder hurt, my elbow hurt, and I was just like I had this thought of just like like maybe I should just pack this in right, maybe I should just, you know what I mean, just eat more salads and just chill and just watch more TV, um, but no, I said I got to get better. So my wife, my wife has been trying to get me to get a massage. Did I tell you about again? This? Mm-hmm. So for anybody who's new, th- this this is a I don't want to step on the lead in case you're in the case oh, the same please. thing is happening. But it always comes down to, uh-huh. yes, she wants to get you a massage. And then what can, you know, who's going to be administering the massage? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be a man? Because, you know, I'll, I, go. You, you tell your story, but we've been down this road before. It's a dude. I've never been given a massage ever. Never. Never. Not even by a woman? <laughs> no, never. No That's massage. That's crazy. Never. That's so crazy. Why? That's so silly. People say you should go to a chiropractor. I don't do that either. No, that's not real. <laughs> no, no, no. You should go through this life knowing what it's like to take care of yourself once in a while, you know? Yeah, no, but I have never gotten a massage. That's part of taking that's oh. I mean you can't here's here's why massages are great because you can't do it yourself. You can get a foam roller too. It's not even it's not even close to the same. I got so, a pedicure. So I always want to go in for this I a lot of it for me is mental. I want it to like be this relaxing thing. Just I'm gonna like whisk away mentally while I get fixed physically. She kept saying, hey dude you have to go to this dude. His name is Dorian. And I've never got a massage from a guy, right? Can't do it. And he's 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 got big hands. Yeah. This guy, all right? Yeah. He's a he's a big hand. He's 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 a big he's he's not that big of a fellow, but he's got big hands. His name is Dorian. And uh yeah, you said that. He may be a black guy. So like I was like, I'm uncomfortable with this. Like, I don't want to do I kept saying, I just I just can't. I it sounds good. I texted a buddy of mine who had been to this guy. That's weird. Yeah. How'd you know your buddy had been to him? Because this guy's out there. Everybody knows, go see Dorian. This guy's out. Do you want to give him a plug? Where's he at? Mm, Healing Hands, maybe? It's a place on Kennedy, not too far from like Plaza Lanes. In Highland. In Highland, Indiana. Sorry, yeah. Uh, I I should probably probably plug him. But several people, (laughs) I know, several people told me 
this is the guy. They're like, hey, I know, I know you're weird about it, but if you really want that hamstring loosened up, no, I don't. This is the guy. You have to go. And I was like, nah, you don't understand. It's uncomfortable. I, I want to go there to relax. I'm not going to be able to relax through the dude. Finally, I was hurting so bad. I was so sore. I looked at my wife and I gripped my teeth and I said, make the call. Make the call. So she made, I made the call once before and canceled last minute. Yeah, and I was remember. like, I just can't do this. <laughs> so I get the appointment and, uh, I got to. I got to be honest. I don't think I can go back. I think it's oh, exactly no. as the old trope uh, goes. I don't think I can go back, dude. I don't think I can go back. It's. It's. Did, you me, say, did your body do something that you wish it didn't, or did your mouth do something? Well, yeah. You know, did mm. you say something you regretted? Did you do something you regretted? No, I can't go back to the way things were. Oh, oh, uh, you dude, can't go back in life. I've been. You, you I've been turned out, dude. I, I'm, yeah, yeah. That that's what I mean. I can't go back. To, it's like I, uh, I took uh, you know the what is it, the the red pill, <laughs> dude. It's bad news. This dude, he gets his this elbow, all this all this uh, weight deep into his, into his elbow. Oh my god, dude! My hamstrings. I he's basically like, hey, what 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 part is so like? What do you want me to work on? And I said, dude. Just these, these hammies. Get these legs, right? Just get First these legs. Foremost, like, let's just get this over with. The whole time. Well, yeah. What are you wearing? Um, it's important because I don't know. What during else. the thing? So I, I'm, I'm. No, right now. <laughs> slower. <laughs> so I go like sweats and a shirt. Easy, okay. right? And then I added the guy's like, yeah, okay. He's like, so I'm going to step out and just go ahead and here's a towel. He's like, we're going to start with you, like, on your stomach and yada, yada. And I'm like, all right, cool. Um, and I was like, so, like, like un- un- underwear, then you know I'm like staring. I'm like I can because I, I, because I was telling myself if he goes, just lose it. If he goes, just lose everything. Then I, I was gonna be like, oh dude, I just realized uh, I have an appointment somewhere that makes me never come back and see you again. <laughs> right. You know, so you you're down to to, to boxers or right. whatever. And um, I'm dude, I'm I'm t- I, I I can go back to a female masseuse for. Um, now you've had a female masseuse before. Oh, many times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Females is great. It's fine. But then the whole time I'm just going, like I told you before, yeah. the whole time I'm getting rubbed on, all I can think about is don't fart. Don't fart. For 60 straight minutes, I'm like, don't fart. Don't make any weird sounds. You don't even want your stomach to gurgle. Mm. With a dude, all that's out the window now. That's that's the silver lining you ever think about. You going with a dude? Is he talking to you? I can only imagine that being with men is this way in that like, you know how like when you date a woman for a long time? Like, uh, or for, you know, for the first while it's, it's very much like, you know, don't, don't, don't right. do anything gross in front of them. You don't want them to know what a disgusting right. beast you are. I got a glimpse into that world of not having to worry about that. I can only imagine when it's like, like if you're like, okay, if you're into dudes or whatever, and you just can be your gross, disgusting self, that's kind of how this was. I was like, who cares? Who cares what happens? There's no need to, it was so down to business. I'm like, look, man. Miss me with all this weirdness. I was get this hamstring fixed. Just I don't care if you got to bring out a Louisville slugger and beat it. Just get it fixed. Whereas with a female, there's always this like ah, it's a little bit tight because you know you know it goes back to like I don't I don't want to be you don't want to look weak. Let me slow you down for a second. You work in a male dominated environment. Mm -hmm. Your work. Yeah. Do you if you were just like in the office and everybody was just sort of getting their stuff together, could you fart and without like with complete Impunity, and uh, not feel bad about I it. Would at all. and do, yeah. Okay, absolutely. So that's not an issue for you. No, you could burp, you could fart, you could blow a snot rocket, you could pick yeah. your nose. You can't fart without it being funny. 
You have to do it and then make a well, joke. Who's serious about it? <laughs> well, but I'm saying there's a very fine line. If you do it and then pretend like you didn't do it or something, now you're dead in the water. Yeah. You have to, if you own it 100%, you're, you're all I right. think that's part of our, our human biology that we just, we automatically, yeah, you're right. You can't, you can't deny it. But for you me. You wouldn't even need to deny that you did it in that situation. That's what I'm saying. So no. you're, you're, you, you, go, listen, you, go, you go, you go smell it. It's awesome. But would that you, do, would you do that day one at work? No. How, how long would you say, is it from the difference between dating and being around, you know, because if it was just your buddies, you met a new friend, it wouldn't take that long. But now you're at work, so it's more professional environment. Right, 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 right. Yeah, no, it takes a little What's bit What's the time. etiquette? At work? Yeah. Uh, it's some sort of, trum- there has to be some sort of shared misery first. You have to work a long shift together. You have to have too many trucks to load and all be there late a couple of days. You have to have the lunch order get screwed up. There has to be some sort of shared shared trauma or misery. Mm-hmm. And I use those words very loosely. Um, then you can do it. Okay. Because that sort of uh, equalizes things. So now you can't show up first day and be like, "Oh, hi, uh, my name is Ben. <laughs> I um, I'd like to I'd like to operate your high level you know loader and then just like drop one. Like you can't gotcha. do that. All right. So back to your massage. Back to the massage. When I get a massage by a female, all I do is think about, don't do this, don't do this, don't do that. With a guy, didn't care at all. I was, we, it was glorious. We both mentally had the exact same goal. Get these knots out of this muscle. Get this problem fixed. There was no, don't fart in front of this chick. There was no, uh, uh. You don't think it would have been weird if you farted in front of him? (laughs) Yeah, I do think it would have been super weird. But I, but it's not. It, but but I would have laughed. Right. He would have been like, oh my god, and, and like he probably I don't know who knows. He might have played it off. He gives like a Charlie horse in the in yeah. The side. But even then, like he might have just been like, hey, I'm gonna step out for a minute because you're a gross pig, and I'd be like, yeah, good thinking. But but if it's a female, I should just, if I did that, I'll just be like, uh, well, I'll, with the dude, couldn't you roll? I'll just like, grab like, my turn pants. your head and be like, bro, I got to fart. Whereas if it was a female, you'd just be holding it in with every ounce of uh, you're right but i just that's a utopia i didn't dare to dream i'm not there yet (laughs) okay i'm not there yet. but you could see that you could see the forest for the trees yeah when if you went there two or three more times and you guys were talking like bro you might want to step back yeah the fart writing was on the wall right it was beautiful but i just i guess i went there because i was like literally in pain i want something worked on so i kind of went in there almost frustrated like I don't think this is going to work. Just, dude, can you please just do something to this muscle? And he was just like, all right, here's the, here's the plan. It was very businesslike. And there was no weird guy-girl thing. And I know when I when I have a massage by a woman, the only weird guy-girl thing is on my end. I'm aware of that. I'm fully aware of that. But there wasn't any of that. And <laughs> dudes, hands, and muscles are just capable of stuff women's or not. So, yeah, dude, I... Uh, I'm still not there, and, and I will never be there. I'm telling you, it was. A, I, I'm already like, I got to schedule another one. But now, like, uh, well, I don't like to give high fives. I don't like to give knuckles. I don't like to give bash brother bash forearms. Okay. And you know, before this, anybody. Again, How about the thing that the Cubs for a while, do when they they jump in the air and put their hips together? Yeah, that's no, probably the worst one of all, isn't it? Uh, I also like before the whole COVID thing started. I bought. A whole exercise kit devoted to handshaking, which is the only thing I will do, right. and I still do. COVID be damned! I just have I just quickly go wash my hand. I will then hold my hand out 
like as soon as I'm done with the handshake until I can get to a sink. Like I, I make it, I go out of my way to not touch anything. I know what nickname my I wife's give listening. you for in the but, 80s. Um, I'm like handshake guy, weird. But I still, I appreciate the handshake, but I bought all these different exercise, pieces of exercise equipment for a strong handshake. And I feel like I've really fallen back because of COVID. Like it's put me, you know, it's like when you, you're working out and you're working out and then you, you know, you break a bone, you have to go to the hospital, you lose yeah. like 25 pounds of muscle. I got a guy for that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This well, dude, this dude, Dorian, man. Well, I'll tell you what, I don't know. I, I'm not going to rub your back down to see if my hands are stronger than his, but I'm going to assume that he doesn't have the same hand workout kit that I have. And if he doesn't, would you you know, I like that that's I where your brain you, goes. You immediately become competitive with this guy's hand strength. Would you, like I told you about my neighbor last week, giving the garbage man $20 so he'll bring the garbage cans up for the holidays. Would you consider, because this guy is, it's going to only benefit you to buy him, if I gave you the link, the hand strengthening kit as a gift, would that be offensive? Well, I I fear that it would be because he would be like, is there a problem with, did your hamstrings not feel better? You can always get better, bro. Yeah, I feel like that's sort of, uh, you putting a little milk in his cereal bowl. You know what I mean? He's like, I, I know how I like things. I, I would also feel like if I was there, I would need to have a conversation like always. And I would probably bring that up and say, hey, nothing for nothing. And, you know, you got that hand strength down, but check this out. I have a thing that actually works your forearm. You put it on all your fingers and you extend your fingers out. And then I have a ball that you could squish as hard it's as you can. It's oh, a yeah. whole kit. It's a whole kit. It came in a bag. Like, you remember the old crown? You remember when your parents or somebody's parents, your neighbor, your friends, whatever, they would drink Crown Royal mm-hmm. and you would take their Crown Royal. Everybody that was cool had a Crown Royal bag with tokens for Aladdin's castle or yeah. your skate your skate key or yeah, whatever. T- yeah, tokens. That's what people put in, in there when I was in Hessville. <laughs> Quote, tokens. Unquote. Yeah, that's right. Tokens. No, they, yeah, no, they, they definitely didn't put crack in them. For sure. <laughs> so for sure. There my wasn't. whole point is, is this was like a Crown Royal bag, but filled with hand exercising equipment. Mm-hmm. Now... I told you this before. Uh, my mom listens to the podcast, and you got me in trouble. I did, yeah. Because well, last, your, your little list you just read is gonna well shoot last, me up. It's gonna shoot not, me up not in the now polls because, a and I'll points. tell you why. Uh, the, my mom called me and she said, "I have to take. <laughs> I have an an issue. She, she took umbrage. Take, yeah, umbrage. I have an issue with the podcast. I am by no means, and we never suggested that she was a prude." But I will tell you what I heard about this <laughs> WAP that Ben was talking about. This WAP, this mm. Cardi B, mm. and I went and I read the lyrics. Why I read was... every lyric, okay. and she said, "I cannot believe, Miss Hey, my that man, there why, why are would she do people that? in this world that listen to music like this, and people that would pay for her to write music. Like, who is this person? Is she clear that I'm not a fan of the?" I don't know, but I still don't somehow, like that, but... some way, she suggested that I said, and I have to go back and listen because I haven't, that I said my daughter and my wife were dancing to it or TikToking to it. I don't believe that Maybe I said hard that. To believe, she said, yeah. how dare you, David? I still don't like... Nine-year-old daughter to listen to WAP. Yeah. I said, no, I did not. I did not do that. That never but happened. Can I just say this? Yeah. I got corrected on it so many times last week. People go, it's not WAP, dude. It's WAP, WAP, WAP. I said, yeah. no, WAP is a derogatory term for an Italian without papers. We all know that. Okay, but it can be just like shalom. Do you pronounce Hello? ass, ass, wet ass? I mean. What, are we British? I, I say wet on. I say, I, it's I no, say it's ask, no dry, is it? I say ask. Some people say ax. It's the same word. It's it still the same pronunciation it. of the word A or letter A. 
Okay, but I'm. It's, she, what does she say? It's an acronym for a reason. She doesn't what? say. She doesn't say W. I believe they say WAP in the in the song. Yeah, but that's not right. There's that's how she's saying. It. You so don't get right. to take letters and say these sound differently now. That's not that's not what we do. There's a lot of rappers, Eminem being one of them, that changes the the word itself in order to rhyme with another word. So yeah, but what's WAP rhyming with? Nothing. It's just wrong. <laughs> I don't know what it's to tell just you. wrong. So that you got, it's so funny that song is the filthy and it's sold millions and millions of downloads. And the part that I'm offended by, I'm like, no one says ass, no one says wet ass. I don't care for that. I'm sorry, your mom looked that up. That's yeah. she should not have done that. I no. didn't. I didn't. It wasn't that wasn't the goal. I should have removed it. I didn't remove no, it. No, I, I rolled have the removed dice. It just, know? but she she was more offended. She had to go out of her way to tell me that she is not a prude, but that this was this was taking it to that. Not next liking level. this song does not make her. Not yeah, you know right. what I mean? yeah, yeah. But she's saying this is taking it to the next unnecessary level, and I have to agree with her. I don't like the song. You brought it up. No, you it's don't not like hot the song garbage. Either. Why did I bring it up? Because I don't remember. Just because <laughs> it's garbage. It is garbage. It's hot I think garbage. you were talking about how something that insane had all kinds of people downloading it, oh, listening to it. I was and saying like I don't know it. what people want. I just don't know because <laughs> they they all want but the wop. Clearly, <laughs> clearly you do. Ugh. Nah, it's brutal, man. My family and I went out to Shoops to eat the other day. Mm. And I was trying to... Shoops is a restaurant mm. specific to this area. There's like maybe, I don't know, six or eight of them, mm. like around Northwest Indiana. I don't know if there's any in Illinois, but they have a specific style of hamburger where they crush the patty down and the ends are like burnt and crispy. Yeah, it's kind of like a crush burger, meat. I think. is Yeah, there's a specific name for it. Anyway, so it's, it's an area famous style of hamburger. Minor Dunn does it. Shoops does it, but it's it's yeah. Shoops is like the gold standard. It's arguably the burger. best burger in the region. This is yeah. known for for this area, but this particular one, I think most of them are, but this particular one we went to was very um, 50s style diner, which mm-hmm. I know they kind of all are, but this had like James Dean in the bathroom, and you, you can get like Green River, and you can get malts and all this. So the wife and I and the family and I are eating there, and I'm trying to explain to my kids what a 50s diner is. And they're like, what do you mean like 50s? And I'm just saying like back in the day, people dressed like this. They they ate these these certain foods and this is what people did for fun. And I was trying to explain what it was. And they were like, oh, when you were little? And I was like, nah, it's, it's, it's older than that. And then I started thinking about, dude, they only, the 50s were so badass, they only have 50 style diners. There are no 60 style diners. True. Before that, there was no food. So there's, <laughs> that didn't exist, right? It was all like, 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 it was like you and like 15-year-old Polish cousins in one kitchen. So that wasn't a thing. So there's 50s diners because of the boom. There's no 60s diners. And there's no 70s Seven, diners. I think the only thing the 70s could have attributed to them is that the the, the, cheap, the stuff fondue, right? Because it wasn't that a big thing in the 70s. Yeah, so that, maybe. But, but, but I know what you're saying. As far as stylized restaurants, I don't know. Every time I go into a crummy, every time I go into like Hessville restaurant, or something that's this old, like uh, even like like the commander, like one of these like region restaurants where mm-hmm. it's like they have the pleather seats and like duct tape, s- like yeah, wallpapers hanging off, and there's like right. uh, somebody thought they could draw a mural, so they did right. their attempt on the wall. Those feel like '70s restaurants to me because everything's kind of like ugly. Like I don't care for the '70s. I just don't think it was a good time. Well, you could just tell the furniture is was had the '70s tones and colors. But it doesn't have a feel to it. You're right. 60s has a feel. There's a specific... The 50s. Excuse me. 50s has a feel to it. There's a specific um, 
uh, art, colors, you know, the jukeboxes on the tables or, mm-hmm. or one main one, but it has, it has a, a definite. But the reason I even say all this is because my kids were like, oh, this is what things were like when you were a kid. And they're like, no, no, no. When my dad was a kid. And I was trying to explain it. And that's so why I go, there are no restaurants from other decades. And I go, what if there was an 80s, 90s? What if 80s diners were a thing? What would they have like? microwave tray dinners uh would they have like your your dad putting his ashes out in your in your cheap macaroni like the 80s there's nothing from the 80s or the 90s maybe for that matter except maybe pizza had a renaissance in the 90s but that era there's nothing about the food the decor anything that like um everything was so like you know like from the 80s movies you've made me watch everything is so like capitalism uh 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 save a dime like yeah, what would well, an '80s uh, diner look so, like? So movies, when when you see an eight, in an '80s movie and they show a restaurant, it's either themed, like uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, oh, where the guy's dressed true. as a pirate, very true, or it's in a mall where it's because movies usually in the '80s, you know, they're around teenagers, so yeah. somebody's at hot dog on a stick or some sort of iteration of hot dog on a stick or hot Sam, so they're wearing a silly hat or whatnot. But the when I think of an '80s restaurant, the only thing that comes to mind is Pizza Hut, because Pizza Hut oh, had those yeah. little tables with the video arcade, like you would see. I guess in hmm. in Japan, they would have like entire places with those like video consoles that were tables, where you would actually play Pac-Man at the table and they'd serve your food on it. Oh, I remember Pizza God. Hut having the they had like one or two a the, table that was like that. Yeah, like the Cherville Pizza Hut. Um, had Miss Pac-Man or Pac-Man. It was just that you sit there like a normal chair like we're sitting at now, and the table top was a video game. And so you would play. They maybe had like a stand-up Donkey, donkey Kong in the corner wow. or Spy Hunter, and they had Miss Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, or, or, or regular Pac-Man. That's the only thing that I would... If I was to make a movie and I was going to say, I need something to represent 80s, either that or like Saved by the Bell of the Max. But again, that's very bright colors, very... I don't it's know that that's cheap, real. It's not real. not quality. Right. Why did no decade other than the 50s ever have... Well, now people are foo-foo with their food, right? Mm-hmm. So you can go to like a fusion place where somebody makes a, a, a balsamic reduction and then with, shoves with it up your aioli. butt. With some aioli. Yeah, it right. yeah, <laughs> makes a little aioli. Or they take their... What is that shit you like to eat at New Oberfalls? It's like a peanut butter and jelly, yeah, but like for adults. Yeah, the adult peanut butter and jelly on the brioche. So see, we're trying now... But it's all overcompensation. Why was the fifties the only time? Yeah, but that's it, food, not decor. Yeah, but but in a fifties diner, the hamburgers are awesome. Milk. Yeah. Everyone loves milkshakes. Yeah. That rules. It wasn't known for like Pizza Hut. We, yeah, we like to go, but it was like cheap and like, how ah, do I pay for the family What's for under thirty bucks? What's more specifically bucks? American than a Minor Dunn or a Shoop's hamburger in a fifties? A hamburger served in a fifties style restaurant with fifty styles booths, checkered uh. floors. Jukeboxes. It's kind of like all Elvis, I do the, now. the clock with the Elvis hips that swing. You know, yeah, a little gaudy, or even the uh, the blue top where you can drive up, and a person on skates or shoes walks up to your car like a car hop. Yeah, like a dog and suds, like the root beer places. That's still a really cool concept. I don't know. I I, I don't know. If, do they really even do they serve you at Blue Top still? Oh so yeah, Blue Top's a local restaurant where it's set up where you pull up. And the car hop comes out and puts the tray on your window and whatnot. You know how people do like like Saturday night is like cruise night. Mm-hmm. It's every night there. Every I live yeah. down the street. Every single night. It's it's wild. But why is it in the history? As far as I can go back, and I'm no history buff because I clearly don't know anything. 
Why for only 10 sweet years does it seem, and I know it's not 10, but uh, why for only that amount of time were we able to have awesome dining experiences? I don't know. We go places now, but it's like, oh, we, you know, we got beer. This this costs more. But that, like, I maybe it's like the innocence of the culture or something, but I just go like, I don't know. Like, I, I wish I could do like Marty McFly and go back to a 50s restaurant. And then if I sat down and people were still like crabbing or giving me my burger, I'd be like, it would like ruin the image for me. I wish mm-hmm. I would know. But in pictures and movies, going to a 50s diner seemed like, dude, where it's at. You take you take the, the, the girl with the, the ponytail and the, the, the braided, you know, sweater, and you go, and everything is, is Norman Rockwell, baby, but only for that 10 years. Well, not only, you know, I'm a very nostalgic person about my era, but I'm also nostalgic for some reason about the 50s when, when you know, I didn't experience them. Everybody. But just so you know, I don't know how old your dad is, but you're, it wouldn't even have been your dad's time. It would have been your grandpa's time. My grandma was born in 1930, which would have made her, you know, in the 50s. No, my dad was older. Your young. Your dad was probably born in, in 1950. Uh, my dad. Late 40s, around 50. So, so, but I think those, those But the rest- best time would have been to be a teenager during those I think times, those restaurants right? hung around yeah, for a I'm bit, sure for enough did. for them to enjoy it. But yeah, I mean, there was a little bit of like, hey man, a little bit of Woodstock came after Yeah, that. I think like 19, you know, 38 would have been the time to be born to really. But I just started thinking about 80s restaurants and how. I can't think of a worse decade. I can't think yeah. of a worse decade um, like for a restaurant. Like, yeah, you can have cool stuff on the wall, but I'm talking about like if you're really capturing. I can't if, even remember one. If you're really capturing a decade, maybe Pizza Hut, right? Like yeah. uh, a 90s restaurant would, I feel like that would be like a lot of like Hot Pockets, Nuggets. You know why not the Pizza Hut stands out is because of like E.T. and a lot of those movies that were like the Spielberg movies or movies that were that, that were about the 80s and in the 80s used a lot of those you know the McDonald's Burger King uh like uh, coming to America McDowell's those were the restaurants of that time yeah. they were like you know just either the actual restaurant or mock fake fast food restaurants that looked like the restaurants of our time but but by then right. it, but by then it was like big fast food industry mm-hmm. like you watch like McMillions not McMillions but one of these like documentaries about fast food by then the wheels were turning we're talking about the, They're just the, pumping the 50, out. The 50s diners restaurant weren't um um like uh what do you call it like chain mass chain yeah, yeah like weren't like a chain so uh, a 90s restaurant would be rough 2000s restaurant is that even could you even imagine like because now it's 2020 right so it actually yeah. is 20 15 yeah. 20 years ago I don't know I don't know how 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 would you mark in a movie or if you were to make a movie in 2040 what would a what would you make a restaurant you would always know if you made a movie about the 50s what a restaurant would look like right. in the 50s right but you're right after from 60 on till today like i don't know the it could be any just, restaurants are restaurant. places to eat there's great places to eat but they're not that they don't have yeah, specific to no, a time and place there is no like oh dude we're gonna go to because i was looking for that that place called al's diner mm-hmm. which was it was a place that used to be in lansing turns out it there's closed, one in Maryville. turns too, out it closed 17 years yeah. ago i didn't know because yeah. we went to shoops and i was like let's let's turn it up a notch let's go full on like ed debevix you know whatever but mm-hmm. not quite ed debevix and so uh it turns out that place closed so i guess shoops shoops it is but uh if in 2040, people go, we're going to make a restaurant. It's going to be like 2020. What's it just going to be like? Angry people picking up a uh, Grubhub? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Good question. I mean, nowadays people are, you know, they, 
if you go into a restaurant, people don't even want to go into a restaurant because there's all these rules that you have to follow. Who knows what will happen after the election? I would like to hear. Have I would like to hear from listeners if you guys, because a lot, I guess a lot of our listeners were around the 80s, 90s and whatnot. Um, I would love to hear what your 80s restaurant would be like. I bet you. I mean, unfortunately, I feel I'd like I put go. this in everybody's head, but... To me, I mean, what's more 80s than than video? The, the dawn of video games, you know, the end of the 70s, the beginning of the 80s, to be able to eat on top of a video game console. Well, you know what? In fairness to... How gross is that you're touching the handle that you know nobody cleaned and that some other gross kid was touching? That's fine with me. But mm-hmm. I, I, in fairness to the progression of time, there are no 2000s arcades, really. There are no 70s. Like, arcades are an 80s early 90s thing well now what they've tried to do is bring back so that's a good point because the 50s had those diners diners, and now what we're doing is we're seeing an 80s resurgence in the fact that they're saying okay let's take a gastro pub or a brew pub and let's also incorporate an arcade so that way like nowadays our thing to do is is say for so long bars have been a place for people to go and drink uh, without their kids and it, it's sort of a, a place you know your kids can't go in so you can only go there if you don't have your kids today or you find somebody but now they've figured out a way mm. to put a spotlight on you drinking alcohol as a parent in the same vicinity as your child who's not drinking alcohol but playing video games you, want to talk about you the, can do both you want to talk about the government watching me <laughs> boy when they were marketing that thing they're like well he wants to play arcade games he wants to get drunk but he can't find a babysitter they're like have I, we got the place for you i mean think about it it almost is if it weren't for the fact that it gets tired um yeah and the thing is is it doesn't seem like video game cabinets have really moved forward like we've gone to the consoles at home so you're not nobody. Nobody's playing. Uh, you know these. Uh, what's the game that all the kids play? Nobody's Fort, playing Fortnite. Mi- Fortnite or Minecraft on a video game cabinet. It's it's too long of a game, and you'd be on this. You'd be you'd standing there for you know four hours. So mm-hmm. uh, the games that are there are just retro games. And you know, once these kids have played what they play now, to to have them go and play Frogger or Asteroids is you know, that's a, that's a tall ask. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, even for me, I'm like, "Oh, I remember I love this game." It's cool for 5 like seconds. Two, yeah. Street Fighter 2 is the only one that holds up. I mean, I'll I remember Street, Ninja Turtles. I went with you to uh to a Twin K to one of these pubs slash arcades. Was it Black Karaoke? And night? you were uh you were dominating the machine for for a little bit, the uh, Street Fighter 2. Oh, dude. Yeah. Machine. If it's like a legit like they always look like Street Fighter 2 games. Then, like, it's a different cabinet, and the guys look a little off. Something that ain't right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it'll be like, they'll have all these extra characters that you know weren't in yeah. the original. You yeah. get me the original regular game, and uh, I'm not saying I'll, I'll, I'm that good, no, but, but I'll hold my own. You definitely. I will hold definitely my own. Holding your and own it's probably the night. only game I'm good at. Yeah? That's it? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I can't think of anything else. It's the end of the summer, right? It's turning to fall. We're in the, in the Midwest where we are at least, uh, last week it was like 80. And then the beginning of this week it was uh, 34. And now we're up to, uh, I think it's going to be 78 tomorrow. It only lasts like four weeks, but I love it. It's so yeah, it's, it's, the, crazy. it's my favorite four weeks of the year. But I feel like we don't really get a good fall because it's it goes back. It, it's, like, uh, it's like when you're hitting the cable box and you're watching Spice and you're trying to get it, like the lines are coming in. It's like it yeah. almost got fall. Almost got summer. You 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 don't get you get the worst of both. Worlds. We're in a very volatile relationship with Mother Nature. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. It's like things are hot and heavy, and then all of a sudden, like you have a fight, and they go bad, and they go they go bad fast. We're not like an old couple that slowly gets sick of each other. In the region, the weather is like 
like you're dating this girl and everything's amazing and like it's it's crazy and drinking and partying and all of a sudden you realize you hate each other. Well, think about like mo- a lot of our arguments now, uh, myself and my wife is, do we turn the air conditioner on? Is it too premature to turn the furnace on? Do we sleep with the windows open? Uh, do we regret sleeping with the windows open? Never. How hot is it in the house? We leave the fan on 24 hours a day and never, we never turn it off. So um, that's always the uh, the interesting part about this time of the year. I got pumpkin coffee today, dude. Already? I'm all in, baby. I'm yeah. all in. It's only, you get you get a month or two of this, and then it's off to like horribleness. So I, just, I, I love it. I love it, love it, get, love it, love it. Now, do you get black coffee with pumpkin like infused, or do you get like coffee and they put the pumpkin creamer in it? I don't know. I think they, Maybe pump, you don't know. well, I thought it was like, I'm so stupid. I thought it was like ground up coffee that just had flavor in it mm-hmm. or something. No, they like pump pumpkin syrup in it. Yeah. So I'm drinking like two, two or three of these a day. I don't day. think Jocko does that. I'm drinking, no, I don't think so at all. I'm drinking two or three of these a day and I'm going like, man, why are my pants fitting kind of tight? And I go, oh, because I have an 800, like an extra 800 calories worth of coffee in me today. So, but I did one because I'm crazy. I was going to bring this up, but next week I want to talk about this. I have this idea of a Tinder for kids. All right. I'm not going to tell you exactly what it is. Just keep that in your mind. The voice you're currently hearing is Dave of the Hey My Man podcast. It's not Ben. (laughs) Tinder for kids. And basically this is my idea, uh, just to summarize, but I'm going to really float it out here, is a way for, because kids are trapped inside and they don't, they're not communicating with each other. It's for parents Mm. to be able to look and decide to match their kids up with your kids up uh, for play dates and whatnot. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? What? Well, no, you're not. I'm thinking, we're thinking worse. No. Like, it's like a Tinder for you. You set up play, See, dude. You, all right, listen. No, no. Hold play. on. Okay, okay. It's for a parent <laughs> to set up a play date for their children. Sure. So don't corrupt this. Yeah, no, of course, of course. Yeah, their kids. And so, you know, you would, there's a, there's the a bunch of categories. Fun, yeah. You know, to know whether or not this person's kid's annoying uh, and uh, if the parents are cool, whatnot, beforehand. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah, no, it's great. And Tinder the kids, for kids. And, and then the kids play together and they have fun, right? Yeah. Or or, or you set up um, whether or not the kids should have a play date based on whether the parents uh, are compatible. We're going to work this out. We're going right? to flesh this thing out. So, so then you go like, hey... Here's the Lord of the Rings trilogy. You guys watch these movies. Um, the adult stuff, uh, not adult stuff, like the other part of this party is going to happen, like upstairs. And um, does your door lock? It does. Okay, great. Awesome. So you guys, hey, Johnny, this is Joey. You guys have so much fun. Uh, me and your mom are going to just, we'll just wait for you guys. Uh, Leave it to you. I'm going to come up with a better plan than this. I see where you're going. I'm going to, I'm going to straighten this all out. I see where you're going. That's not the direction I was going. Maybe they can we could we could fix an element in there to where we could make two partial families into one whole family. But look at the at then, least if not for an hour. But here's to the thing. two hours. The women that don't want the shame, they like I don't want to do online dating. It's not for me. It's not for what if, what if people find out? What if people find out that I'm online dating? I'm not that's not that's just I want to meet somebody organically. You go, hey, this isn't for me. This is for um Austin. This, this is for Austin to play. And then, but, but should the adults get along? Awesome. Even better. All if, right. Dude, it's built in alibis. It's built in babysitters. So what started out as a Dave evasion 
is now ending up a yeah, dude. No, dude, I think I wouldn't even say anything else. You're, you're, you're throwing money out the window the more you talk about this. <laughs> That's episode 261 of the Hey My Man podcast. We will see you next time. Later. Later.